Hey y'all, how are you doing? So have you been keeping up on your ice baths? I haven't tried anything with the big bags yet, but I had two of I had to take two of them out of the freezer and I put them in the bathtub. Didn't know what else to do with them at the time because I wasn't taking one. And over 24 hours later, still got ice in the bag, so we'll see what happens. But before we get started on today's topic, I don't know what you would call it, if it's month anniversary or what, but happy fifth month to my Mary. I'll tell you what, boys, I, I don't get it. I don't understand how I've never loved anybody so much in my entire life. You know, reading a book, I heard a saying that says it the best. I love her so much that it makes me want to cry for mercy. She is just the she's just an amazing woman. Just awesome. So I love you, baby doll. But what gave me the idea for this episode was actually I was just talking to her. And we were talking about politics and different things, economy. And she was talking about the current president of the Philippines and how they do not have secret ballots, so they have watchers. And what this guy did was pay people a certain amount of money a month until the election to vote for him. And they have people actually watching you if you take the money to vote for him. And people are wondering what went on because after the election, even though he won, a lot of people disappeared. So kind of begs the question, did these people take money for that and then end up voting for the other guy anyway? And it got me to thinking about elections here. They stole the election. They stole the election. I mean, Trump was crying about it with Biden. Clinton was crying about it with Trump. Gore was crying about it with the first George Bush. I mean, that's something they've been crying about for frickin' since the beginning of time. And I don't know if I talked about the historical story or not. I'm sure I did. But Teddy Roosevelt, I believe the first time he got elected as a city alderman was 1883, I do believe. And he had met this Irish gangster, the leader of some Irish gang. And as it turned out, the previous election, he had been hired, him and his gang, to intimidate Republicans in New York. And because back then, if you were going to vote Republican, you went to one booth. If you were going to vote Democrat, you went somewhere else to another booth. So they hung out by the Republican booth and tried to intimidate and actually beat the hell out of people that were like, no, I'm voting Republican. Well, after the election, the guy that was the head of the Democratic Party in New York said, we were going to win anyway. I'm not paying you. So the guy said, fine. So the next election, they did it in reverse. They hung out by the Democratic booth and intimidated people out of voting for Democrats. Beat the hell out of them if they did. And so that's how Teddy Roosevelt won his first election as a city alderman. Point of that is, is there's been an electoral corruption since the beginning of our country. Since the beginning, you have had newspapers who 
being politically motivated, wrote BS articles about the candidate they did not want to win. They'd flat out lie. And there was nothing that could be done back then. It was freedom of press. And when you want to say, well, guess what? There's still, you know, inflammatory remarks that can be made. You know, legally, you can't just make up lies. Well, guess what? That wasn't part of the law in the beginning. That kind of stuff had to come about. So, people have been lying and cheating since the beginning. Now, it got me to thinking about us, and there's anybody who wants to argue about election fraud, that it doesn't exist, is an idiot. Plain and simple, I don't care if that upsets you and makes you mad at me. You're an idiot if you think there's no such thing as election fraud in every single one of our elections. It's just who's better at it at that election cycle. Are the Republicans better at it or are the Democrats better at it? And it's bad enough when you got paper ballots. But if people can hack these election machines, these electronic machines for voting, what makes you think they're not tracking who votes for who? I guarantee you they have the ability to do that. And you say, well, I don't have to put information. Bullshit. Because your refrigerator, your smart refrigerators, come with cameras and microphones to snoop on you, just the same as your computers, just the same as your televisions, just the same as Alexa, just the same as it all. So you think that you're not getting your picture taken when you're voting? and seeing who you're voting for. It's already been proven that the NSA collects information on everybody. They collect everything on everybody. Been proven. You think they're not doing that with us? So much for your secret ballot. You know, it's ridiculous. And so there's there's, there's even more. Now, I'm going to use the R word in this, but I'm not using it in a derogatory manner. It's just not, I'm not going to sit and play around with people's freaking sensitive BS because there's a difference between using a word for what it's meant for and using it in a derogatory manner. So if the R word offends you, don't listen. Go peck shit with the chickens. But my sister was diagnosed in 1973 when she was born with a severe case of mental retardation. She was messed up by the doctors. The guy used his hand like forceps on her head, which they knew by that point could cause mental retardation using forceps on a baby's head because babies are not bone. All their Things that are going to be bone, skull, limbs, whatever, they're cartilage. So they're soft. And so doing that can cause mental retardation. And it happened to my sister in 1973. 
Now, I'm going to sidetrack on a little bit of a story here to try to prove a point. When I went to the state school for the blind, there was a guy there who was mentally retarded. He was extremely high-functioning, but he was still retarded. There is nobody who could talk to him and come away from that conversation thinking, now that's a guy that's on the ball. Now that's a guy that's going to make a run for valid Victorian. There's no way. As an example, and this was told to me by a history teacher, that on an exam they had him take, they asked him a question about the Civil War. And it was supposed to be a paragraph or something like that to answer the question, an essay. He wrote two pages about who knows what, and at the end said that's how the War of 1812 ended. You cannot tell me that guy is not mentally retarded. However, at some point, at this time, like during this time period, during this school year, he was homosexually raped by another student. And you can make your own judgment as to whether it was rape or not. The fact is, he wasn't physically forced. He was coerced into it because he didn't know what was going on. You know, I had to explain to this guy what a wet dream was. He had no idea. He was embarrassed because he thought he pissed himself, like, at night. He thought he wet the bed. Now, he wore full pajamas, like old school. And I went in and, like, kind of patted the bed. I was like, Brian, you didn't pee the bed. You know, there, you, didn't do, you didn't do that. And so I, I sat and talked to him. And that was one of the few people he talked to. Because I was the only person that didn't get, like, irritated and just tell him to leave me alone or get away or shut up or whatever. You know, so he'd always talk to me. So either way, I brought this to the attention of the people in charge, the administration, college, all of it. Well, to try to save their jobs so the state didn't just come in and clear out the administration and start fresh, they protected themselves. And how did they do this? Because Brian's parents did not get power of attorney over him to prove he was legally mentally retarded and incompetent of making his own decisions. And so Brian being 19, this other guy being 16, and once again, I don't think he physically forced him. I think he coerced him. To me, that's, that's still rape to me. But either way, they told Brian's parents, you either go away and let this alone, or we will prosecute your son for statutory rape, because he's 19, the other guy's 16. That's how important power of attorney is when it comes to people who are mentally retarded. And as a minor, your parents do not need to get power of attorney over the child because they already have it. Because they are a minor and you are their custodian. You're in charge of them. You can make medical decisions, financial decisions, and stuff like that. 
You know, that's like Macaulay Coughlin, guy from Home Alone and The Good Son and stuff like that. He ended up having to divorce his parents in court and sue them because they stole his money. They had control of his money and were just blowing it on stupid shit. And so he had a he literally had to divorce his parents and sue them to try to get money back. You know, so parents have financial, you know, authority over you. Medical. When I was 17 and a half and I had to get kidney surgery, I didn't want it. And I couldn't say no. I was terrified of getting put under and getting cut on. And for me, it was just, I had a urinary tube. It goes from the kidney, well, I say I had one. Everybody's got one. It goes from the urinary tube to the bladder. It was kinked around a blood vessel. And so my right kidney wasn't working and I was getting too big as I was getting older for my body to function off one. And it was just causing extreme pain. So they went in and cut the tube and re-sewed it. You know, took out the kink and re-sewed it. And everything's hunky-dory sense. But I didn't have a say in it. So when my sister became mentally, re or became 18 years old, since she was mentally retarded, my parents had to go to court and get power of attorney over my sister for financial and medical authority. Reason being, my sister's terrified of needles, getting shots. And if she goes in there, it doesn't matter that she has the mind of a three-year-old. If she goes into the doctor's office for an appointment and the doctor pulls out a needle to give her a shot and she says no, legally, they are not allowed to give her a shot. However, since my parents had power of attorney, they could say, yes, you can give her a shot. We have power of attorney. They had to get that put into her medical records that they had that. So they could override her saying no. The same would be said for any surgery or any procedure, anything. She says no, they would not be able to do it. Thankfully, my parents, like, looked into all this stuff and, you know, they knew about it. So they knew. Apparently, Brian's parents didn't know. And... You ask, why are you talking about all this stuff? You start with election fraud and you're talking about this. Well, to me, it should be pretty obvious where I'm heading with this. Despite the fact my parents have power of attorney over my sister because she is not mentally capable of making medical decisions, life decisions, financial decisions, any of that, she is still allowed to vote. Let that sink in for a minute, folks. People who are mentally retarded are allowed to vote. They're not capable of making any kind of decision on their own. And yet they are allowed to vote. And she is mentally retarded by law.
It's kind of like being legally blind. If you're legally blind, you are blind by law. You cannot get a driver's license if you're legally blind by law. So she's mentally retarded by law, and yet she can vote in any election they take her to. I bring this up because she lives in a home, and she lives with 15 other residents in the little home she's in. It's part of a bigger facility. But they take them to vote. In theory, they're supposed to write down whoever she says, check whatever box. But let me explain why this is so messed up. Because my sister, with the mind of a three-year-old, during Obama's run, when somebody like my aunt would be like, so you vote Nancy? And she'd say Obama. Well, gosh, I wonder if somebody's feeding that to her. Because she don't watch the news. So what it amounts to is, and I don't care if she was saying Trump. It's still bullshit. I don't care if she's saying Christ himself. It is ridiculous because these aides who take them to vote are getting free votes. Because they can mark down whatever they want. Mind of a three-year-old, you know she can't read. She isn't going to be able to say, wait a minute, I, 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 I said McCain. She can't say that. So it's bad enough. I mean, that should tell you how worthless your Democratic Party is. And don't get me wrong, I think the Republicans are freaking horrible too. But it's, it's not bad enough you got these people taking the mentally retarded to vote for Obama, but now they're trying to get illegal immigrants to be allowed to vote. I mean, some of these people shouldn't even be here. You just saw on the news today, walking in to talk to my dad about something quick. There's some illegal immigrant that's been arrested 40 times. That's four zero, 40 times for trafficking drugs across the border and been released every single time. The border patrol we currently have, like down in Texas, I don't know if you listen to Jim or Jim, Joe Rogan or not, but the last time Tim Kennedy was on there, he was talking about guarding the border. That's the Texas guard that's down there. They're down there by the order of the Texas governor. And Biden's administration's been fighting with them, trying to get them to quit. You know, and I think they're, I think the Republicans and Democrats are in more cahoots than anybody would ever want to, like, admit to. Especially if you consider yourself to be Republican 
or if you consider yourself to be a Democrat. Now, of course, everybody's going to say, well, of course I know that. But I, don't, I think they're just saying that to keep from having a fight or an argument. Because they know historically you could go and point to just about any bill that requires bipartisan freaking collaboration on to get it passed. It, it's obvious. You know, why aren't the Republicans going after Pelosi for being worth over a hundred million dollars? I mean, what is it, 150 now, something like that, for insider trading? It's because they're doing it too. You know, that's why the Republicans as a whole, as a political party, did not get behind Trump about election fraud. They're sitting there going, Shh, hey, hey, don't, don't say, we'll get them back. Hey, we do it too. They just did better than us last time. Come on. There's a reason they didn't get his back. Because they do that shit too. But to keep things looking good, to keep it a two-party system so it looks like we have a choice, they have to pull out all stops and take whatever votes they want. That's why they want illegal immigrants. You know, Obama didn't win because people wanted him. He won two reasons. One, white guilt, and two, because so many dead people were voting for him. You know? And then they, that's when they, that's when they really started pushing the narrative. Said it before, I'll say it again. Day after the election in 2008, I said, Donnie, mark my words. I pray to God he's a good president, because if he's not, he's going to set racial relations back in this country freaking decades. Because look at his qualifications. He was only senator for four years, not even a full term. And when it came to his Senate record voting in the Senate, he never voted yay or nay. He only voted present on everything he was present for. So nobody could say anything against him. Well, he supported that. Well, he was against this. Couldn't say nothing about it. And since then, that's what's been going on. Dead people had to vote for him to get him in. Then they're stirring the ra racial pot because if you speak out against Obama's policies, I should know, I can't tell you how many times I was called a racist during his administration for just talking about a policy and what was wrong with it. You know, so... I think the Democratic Party's just hurting because you have to have, if you got somebody supporting A, you have to have somebody on the other end supporting Z, all the way at the other end. You, you got to. Especially with a two-party system. Because if it's a one-party system, like if the Democrats, act, if it actually came out how many Democrats there actually were, I think Democrats would be like, holy shit, am I just an idiot? Why are only this many people like Democrats now? You know, so they gotta like do shit to make it look like there's more people that are Democrats. That's what I personally believe. And that isn't saying Republicans are better. 
So don't take it that way. But if one of those political parties goes by the wayside, whether it's Republican or Democrat, people are going to demand changes. Because you, you can't just say, what, so now we can only vote for a Republican or a, like a Republican now? Because the way it's set up and rigged, only a Democrat and a Republican can participate in a national debate. They did that after Ross Perot because he chewed up and spit out George Bush the first and Bill Clinton. And they didn't want that. Would he take 17% of the vote overall? And that's people that would have normally voted for Bush, but since they had an alternative in the middle, they're like, screw it, I'm voting for Perot. And that's the only reason Clinton got elected in office to begin with. Even if you would have given him, like, say, 2%, two, two give him 5 Give him 5 of Ross Perot's, like, 17%, the other 12 to George Bush, the first. George Bush would have, like, smoked him in the election. So after that election, the Republicans and Democrats came together and was like, we got to change this. We can't have this. So they started changing laws about who was allowed and this, that, and the other. Look at what they did when it came to Hillary Clinton in 2016. If I'm wrong, correct me. But I'm positive that Bernie Sanders had won the primary by vote from the people. But yet the Democratic Party says, your vote don't matter, we're putting Hillary up because we don't think Bernie can win. Or he isn't a ball player, he ain't going to play the game. So in a sense, our votes like literally mean nothing. Because you vote in the primary for somebody, whatever political party it is, like the Republicans, they almost didn't let Trump run. Even though he, hands down, won the primary. But they're thinking was, if we don't let him run, whoever runs against by or, uh, Clinton ain't got a prayer. So we really aren't picking our own. I mean, first off, even if our votes counted to where if they win the primary, that party has no choice but to allow that person to run for president, even if it was set up that way. They're telling us who we can choose from. This isn't a free, open election. And it's ridiculous because when it comes down to it, we're a republic, we're not a democracy. A democracy, every single person gets to vote on every single thing. In a republic, you have representatives that are voted in and they have the people's trust that they're going to vote in the way that the people want. So that's why you have primaries and stuff like that. That's why you have other elections for congressmen, for, you know, representatives and for Senate members. But I truly think the Democratic Party is so far gone 
that the that this stuff has to be allowed. Dead people, you know, nothing got said. If it, and that's the thing. Obama was the perfect candidate because he was black. Now, Grant, I'll give him one thing. He was the greatest orator that we've had as president in a long time. The greatest. That man could talk. I mean, what what's the saying? He could have sold a Frigidaire to an Eskimo. You know, but they they still if you would have if you would have been like if they would have made an issue, the organization was called Acorn that went around voting as dead people, like in Chicago and stuff like that. If people would have like made an issue out of it, you're just racist and don't want him to be president because he's black. No, I don't want him to be president because he didn't win. I thought the people got to choose. But I think the reason that the Republicans allow certain things to go on that the Democratic Party does is because they have to have at least two parties. Because right now they can make whatever argument they want for having a two-party system instead of three, four, or five, whatever. But something would have to get done if it was down to one. If it was down to a one-party system, something would have to get done. And when it comes to state employees, let me tell you something, Sonny Jim. The overwhelming majority of them are Democrats because they want that cushy job and benefits. I'm not going to say all because obviously it's not all, but a good chunk of them. The overwhelming majority. You know, and even though my sister lives in a private home that's run by a church, which is kind of odd that their employees are all about, you know, typically churches, especially strict churches, are about conservatism. They're not about leftist ideas. So it's kind of surprising they had that many people. But that, that stuff's against the law anyway to coerce somebody into who to vote for. It's illegal. That's why you're not allowed to picket outside of elections. You can't sit there with a Trump sign outside of your the voting booths. You can't sit there being like, Trump, Trump, Trump. It's against the law. You can't in, unduly influence anybody. Yet mentally retarded people are allowed to vote. And I'm not sure what that says. I don't know how that makes you feel. Me sitting here saying that if you're a Democrat, the only reason your party's hung around this long is because they've brought in the retarded folks to vote for them. I, you know, sorry for that, but truth's the truth. But these state, most, most homes for the disabled, guess what? They're state. And if the majority are run, 
by Democrats, and here's why. Democrats are all about saying they support unions. Well, guess what state jobs are? They're unionized, just like federal jobs. You know, I had a buddy once work construction, and he's talking about voting for Obama. I was like, you know, it's kind of funny. The Democrats are the one that started outsourcing. Don't get me wrong. It had Republican supporter. It wouldn't have happened. And then you had people like Bush expanding on it. And then people like Obama expanding on it with the TPP. Trump was the first president in freaking decades since Clinton that brought jobs back to an America, to America. And it screwed a lot of foreign people that are just trying to make a living. You know, my girlfriend lost her last job. Or not her last job, but her transcription job. She lost that. Because that got taken away. With Trump. Which she even says, it sucks, but I get it. You're If you're a leader of a country, you're supposed to do what's best for that country. So she gets it. You know, but it's like, it's like first off, you're saying the Democrats support union workers. If they supported union workers, they wouldn't make you compete with countries where people are grossly underpaid. You would be appalled for these poor Asian people if you knew what they were getting paid for doing the jobs that are taken out of America. You'd be like, Jesus. You'd want to know how they could live. And it's the answer is simple, not very easy. Not very easy at all. But if they're doing that, how can they support unions? Two, outside of government jobs, the federal government, union law and rule is state to state. Obama ain't got a damn thing to do with your union. No, but they convince people of this stuff. You know? And if I, if I was a union worker who, and I'm not like calling anybody, I'm not calling anybody stupid, so don't take it that way. But if I didn't have the education in economics and stuff like that, and didn't understand how it worked, hey, I'm union, they support union, I'm voting for that guy. I get it. You know? But it's just, where does it, end I, I guess I guess I got mul I got multiple questions for this where does it end when are people going to be sick and tired enough of this crap to forget what political party they quote unquote belong to to come together to stand up and say something then the next question is, what are they going to do about it? Because guess what? It doesn't. You can protest all day long. Protest can be a good thing to draw somebody's attention to something, but when it comes down to it, protest doesn't change shit. The entire country could protest about what I'm talking about today. And unless 
the House of Representatives creates a bill and passes it through there. And unless the Senate passes it after that, and unless the president signs his name to it, or in case of the president vetoing, it going back through in, what is it, a two-thirds vote to pass a bill that the president's vetoed? Unless that stuff happens, well, guess what? It ain't going to change. So how I would see that happening is the House of Representatives is like, all right, here's the bill. Let's be realistic. Take away the right for retarded people to vote. You know? And then it gets through the Senate because it makes sense. Then the president says, they're Americans. It's their right. You know? Like... And he vetoes it. So it gets kicked back. And has to have such a massive passing of a vote that it overrides the veto. It's like, we just couldn't get it done. There wasn't enough. And then it just goes away. And nothing's changed. I mean, this isn't a freaking partisan speech I'm giving here. Like I said, yeah, I've bashed the Democrats quite a bit. And I have not bashed the Republicans as much. But the reasoning behind it isn't because I like Republicans more. The reasoning behind it is because I think the Democratic Party is in far more trouble than the Republican when it comes to having people to support them. Typically, the religious community goes Republican, typically, historically, because they want the conservatism. They want somebody that's going to support their religious points of view. You know, when it comes down to it, I don't think there's a single Republican that really gives two shits in regard to abortion, but that's what the religious want. They want it outlawed. You know, forget about the poor women who've been raped and got pregnant that way. You know, there, there's no compromise. It's either all or nothing. And that's what they want. So, you know, the Republicans stand for it. So they'll get their votes. I truly believe that with all of my heart. I think they're that freaking dirty and corrupt. And that's aside from the fact of the topic, the discussion I could have right now regarding let's take something that has nothing to do with whether our country succeeds or not, economically speaking, worldwide. And they keep people arguing over social issues that have no bearing on that. So if we're arguing over abortion and you're sitting there telling me that it shouldn't be allowed at all, and I'm telling you I can understand to a certain extent, but you need to make exceptions in the case of rape or incest, whatever. If we're arguing over that, we're not talking about the things that are important. The economy, 
What's the inflation rate? How do we fix this? What do we need our, our representatives to do? I mean, it's just, it's just brilliant the way they do that. You know? It's just brilliant. It's either brilliant or the American people are just that stupid. Which is probably a bit of both. But think about that next time you step into a voting booth. I mean, has that sank in yet that mentally retarded people are allowed to vote? They do, legally, they do not have enough intelligence or deductive reasoning skills to be able to make medical or financial decisions for themselves. Yet they can vote. kind of funny like with my sister there's a place where she goes Tazewell County Resource Center TCRC and they call it going to work and the people who go clients who go are paid they're given a certain task and they're paid in accordance with what they accomplish or complete and I don't know what my sister does now if it's the same thing or not but at one point in time, her job was to rinse out empty soda cans so they could be recycled. And so her pay was based upon that. She literally got a check for zero dollars and zero cents. You know? And, well, I'll skip over the ignorance of sending the paying that kind of money. I mean, what did it cost them? Four or five dollars to have that check printed and mailed for zero dollars and zero cents. But she, you know, obviously there's nothing to cash, so she got to keep that one and she'd say $99. If she wanted something that cost 20 or $30 and my mom had the money and was like, you know, feeling generous that day, you know, if they went to Walmart or Kmart or whatever. Angie'd give her the dollar she had and, and think that was enough to cover the purse. Yet she can vote. And she's my sister. I love her with all my heart. Talk bad about her and find out what happens. I'm just spitting facts right now. I'm not talking shit. I'm just telling facts how they are. So I can't, I can't change what the facts are. But that's, that's just insanity to me. Just insanity. And like I said, I guarantee you, you know, and it was more out of principle than anything my mom wanted as far as who who was going to win. My mom, when my sister was home for the weekend, my mom would like keep working on her like Romney, 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 McCain, 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 you know? So if they asked at the booth, she was hoping she'd say McCain because it's like, you know, do they even, because my mom told them, I don't want her to vote. And yet they took her to vote. I mean, it's just insanity, people. 
Like I said, there's only one reason for this crap. There's only one reason for it. And it's to make things look bigger, better, and closer than what they actually are. Pay attention to the approval rating of Biden. Look at the fact that Trump, what is it, 91 indictments or some, who knows what it is, something retarded. And he's still winning every single poll, winning the primaries, all that kind of stuff. And yet I bet during the election, if it's him and Biden, I'd be willing to bet just about anything that Biden gets a much larger percentage of the vote than what all these polls are showing. Now, I understand polls aren't exact. I mean, according to the polls, Hillary should have won the 2016 election. Now, there's different different reasoning for that because of social media and how popular it had become at the time. If anybody said anything positive about Trump, they got jumped on. Had nothing to do with policy. It had to do with the fact that Trump's a jackass that runs his mouth all the time. And he's a dick to people. And so it got to where people who supported Trump, just they just didn't say a word. They just kept quiet and went out in masses and voted for Trump. So it's, you know, it's just one of those things. Just one of those things. Polls are not a guaranteed prediction of who's going to win. If they were, all they need to do is conduct a poll and go by that. But... There has to be something to the polls when there is that massive of a difference. When there is that massive of a difference to where Biden's like, what, in the 20s or something like that? I mean, it's it's like approval ratings, just insanely low. The polls have them insanely low. But mark my words, when it comes to the election... He's going to get much higher than the polls. And it's not going to be, I was talking to this about uh, Tamari today too, about standard deviations. If you don't just say, like when you conduct a poll, typically, I mean they do for the news because they don't want to have to sit and explain this every time. But if you conducted a sample, statistical sample run, You don't just say 17% of the people feel this way or believe this. You'd say 17% plus or minus 2.9%, which would mean anywhere from 14.1% to 19.9% believe in this. Because there's a margin of error, because you're not getting every single person's opinion. That's why you have standard deviations. But then at the election, everybody who voted, guess what? That is the actual statistic. Provided it's, you know, run legitimately. But it's it's just not. It's just not. Mark my words, like... Any standard deviation that you could apply to 
Biden's current poll rating, actual percentage of votes is going to be higher than that. Mark my words. That's my prediction for the election. That's my prediction for the election. And the guy was such a shit heel to begin with, they want us to believe he got the largest number of votes in the history of American elections, presidential elections. Shit, come on now. He wasn't that superior. And there wasn't that many, you know, there were people who got turned off by Trump, but not that many. Not that many. But think about that next time you're at your voting booth voting. You could get, you could sit and think logically. Because here's the thing, it's like I told my buddy today, uh, early this morning, he asked me uh, if I was going to vote this time. I was like, I think I might. He's like, who for? And I said, well, if it's pretty much any Democrat with the exception of one versus Trump, I'll probably vote for Trump. If it's Robert F. Kennedy versus Trump, I'll probably vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You know, I'm not stuck on one party or the other. But think about that. You sit and think logically about who you want to vote for. And you're like, all right, Statistics ain't going to lie. The economy was far better under Trump's policies than under Biden's policies. Far better. So I'm going to vote for Trump. And so while you're sitting there at your voting booth, checking the box for Donald Trump, think that somewhere there is somebody who by law is mentally retarded voting for Biden. Because it's happening, folks. It's happening. 